0: So, like an idiot, I hadn't understood until I was sitting there actually watching her physically die when it was too late to say or do anything. I couldn't believe it had taken so long to understand even a little bit. This was a human being, dying. This was the only time there was going to be someone with those eyes and those ears and that way of breathing through her mouth and that way of building up right before a monster laugh with her eyebrows all raised and her nostrils flaring a little bit. This was the only time there was ever going to be that person living in the world And now that was almost over and I couldn't deal with it. I was thinking also that we had made a film about a thing, death, that we knew nothing about. Maybe Earl sort of knew something, but I knew absolutely nothing about it. Plus, we had made a film about a girl who we really hadn't gotten to know. Actually, we hadn't made a film about her at all. She was just dying there and we had gone and made a film about ourselves. We had taken this girl and used her really to make a film about ourselves. And it seemed just so stupid and wrong that I couldn't stop crying. Rachel the film is not about Rachel. It's about how little we know about Rachel. We are so ridiculously arrogant to try and make a film about her. So I was sitting there, and the whole time I had this insane wish for Rachel to wake up and just tell me everything she'd ever thought so that it could be recorded somewhere so that it wouldn't be lost. I found myself thinking, what if she's already had her last thought? What if her brain isn't producing conscious thoughts anymore? And that was so awful that I started completely bawling. I was making hideous sobbing noises like an elephant, seal, or something like.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Lift the Lens podcast. It's me, Will, and I'm with... That's Eric, if you couldn't tell. He's been uh, doing that for a little while. Now. I've been, I I've been, been practicing. To, I can't get him to stop, really. Yeah. Hey, you want to stop so we can record, baby? Okay. Okay, we're good. Is this on?
0: Oh, we're recording? Yeah, oh, we're
1: yeah. recording. All right, so we're I'm good. In. Hey, so we are back. We This is season one, episode one. And we are doing Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, this is our new format. We're going to be doing this going forward. We're doing... Season one is... Ya novels, if, young, young adult, young adult. Not you
0: know, does ya. You
1: know, you, yeah, that's what my mom calls it. She calls them ya novels. Really? Actually, yeah. She also calls Wi-Fi Wi-Fi. So, <laughs> this this is my mom for you. So we're doing me and Earl and Dying Girl. um Thank you to Eric for reading that little excerpt for us. That was very good. Thank you. And then the you know the sound effects were great. Yeah. So I know you've been practicing that for a while, and you. Were I'm first showcased. take, baby. That was <laughs> <I don't laughs> first take. It was first takes. That's true. So, me a little bit of information on the film. It was directed by Alfonso Gomez Rejon, second feature film, but he was second unit director on a lot of. Oh, uh, yeah, like cool Argo, films.
0: Mm-hmm. 21 Grams, mm-hmm. um, some other stuff.
1: Yeah, he worked behind Martin Scorsese and some other notable directors. The screenplay was written by Jesse Andrews, who also wrote the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the film was starring Thomas Mann from Project X, in case you guys didn't know. Oh, did, okay. Yeah, yeah that's where it's from. As Greg Gaines, Olivia Cook. Uh, who's from the quiet ones, the signal, and I think it's pronounced, is it Ouija or Ouija? Like a Ouija board? Ouija board, yeah. It's yeah. Ouija? Yeah. Ouija. Even though it's spelled Ouija? Ouija. Ouija. Yeah. Okay. Ouija. Okay. She's Rachel. Um, then RJ Styler, um, who is actually going to be Billy Cranston slash the Blue Ranger in the upcoming Power Rangers movie coming next year. How excited are you for that? I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> My mouth was just
0: hanging open. I think I <laughs> it a was. fly flew
1: in. <laughs> Do you want to read a little excerpt from RJ Sauer?
0: Here's a little excerpt from, from Earl in the book. Um, just And also, I guess we should probably say there's going to be some language and some, some spoiler alerts, Explicit content. Explicit Elder. content. Parental advisory. So he sends a text message in the book, which is just pretty great, um, to Greg. And it just says, Greg Gaines. So... Uh, he just says, yo, Pagen's drove me to Whole Foods, so if you need some funky plastic pickle relish for that pussy, just holla. And that's kind yeah. of, that's kind of what this book is all about. It's really. all about. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really, I mean, it's high school kid. It's obviously really deep, you know? It's very vulgar and mm-hmm. very surface. Yeah. Surface that's, But that's like, it tells you that. Like, it's It's the amazing. first page. It's just like, it was, this <laughs> is a book about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but that line is great, though. Yeah. So. I've been sending Will that in a text message. Yeah. Like, Pretty much every day. And, here, and I can't stop laughing. Yeah. But
1: eventually it's going to get too old and I'm going to get upset. Well, that's what you do, man. You, you take a joke and you just ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> also starting the film is Nick Offerman from Parks and Rec and a bunch of other comedic stuff. Mm-hmm. Molly Shannon, who is, is amazing in this. John Bernthal, who is... Apparently in every movie ever, ever made. Yeah, I don't, he, that dude works so hard. Respect the research, baby. Respect the research. And he's
0: tatted up. He is real tatted. It's like a, like, it's, you would never get tats like that as an adult human, I don't think, because they all were like not connected with each other. Yeah, it was weird. Just like, tats, 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 tats. I'm going to have,
1: I'm going to have like one image on my left. Shoulder and then one on my left elbow and then another one on my left forearm yeah. and they're not like connected at all. You need some
0: interconnectivity if you're yeah. going to put art on your skin. Yeah, that's my hot take on that. And we'll
1: not discuss it again. Gosh, hashtag <laughs> hot takes, baby. Okay. Also, Connie Britton. So yeah, clear this, eyes, full hearts, can't lose, man. <laughs> this film premiered at the 2015 Sundance Film Festival mm-hmm. to a standing ovation. Um, it was winner of the U.S. Grand Jury Prize for a dramatic film and winner of the Audience Award for a U.S. dramatic film. Yep. It was commercially released in June 12, twenty fifteen, by Fox Searchlight. The budget was eight million dollars, and the box office was nine point one million dollars. So not a oh, huge success. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I have a feeling this movie's gonna do well later on. It kind of become like it might become like a cult film or a film for like teenage kids or something like That's that. That's an interesting
0: question. I, so I felt like. This movie, when it came out, it was a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. If you are the type of people who read the like Sundance journals or whatever, mm-hmm. like I do, but then it just kind of like went away. Yeah, and I hadn't seen it or heard anything about it
1: since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so it's been about a little had, over a I year since thought it's been about out. this
0: movie until we decided like to do it for the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah,
1: yeah. I'd always heard about it. I always heard it was good, and then I recently, or I guess a few months ago, I was just randomly scrolling through the channels on hbo or whatever on tv and it was on so i just watched like the last half of it and it was really good the good half of it the good half that's what come to say yeah we'll get into that later on um but yeah i don't know i feel like this film might have some legs on it It might do well later on um and let's see the box office, the budget filmed in pittsburgh pennsylvania shout out to the pittsburgh penguins and the shout out to mac miller mac miller was khalifa yeah um, Rotten Tomatoes score is 82%, and Metacritic was 74 so obviously critically well-received. Mm-hmm. And a uh, little tidbit, the director wanted to make a film, uh, before he made this film, he wanted to make a film to express his own cinematic vision and his grief for his late father, who was later, this film was dedicated to yeah. um, in the credits. Um, so you can kind of tell, if, if you've seen the film, you can kind of tell how um, it's very, a lot of emotionals. A lot of emotional feelings. Yeah, A lot emotional, of emotionality.
0: Yeah. A Lot of emotionality.
1: Yeah. Um. So, what about what about you? What do you want to talk about? What's your what's your other hot takes? Uh, no Greg hot Gaines takes. or
0: what? Well, so, Greg Gaines is kind of the worst. He is the worst. the the, the novels. Greg Gaines. The novel
1: version of Greg Gaines. Yeah,
0: he he's I guess he's described as overweight. Yep. and like. Like unattractive. And... Like weaselly faced. Yeah. I forget exactly he's that's what he face, says. Yeah. Weasel faced. Um, really self-loathing. Is the Hates himself. That. Yeah. Uh, but he's very funny. Yeah. He's very funny. And he to tries everybody. to be very funny too. Yeah. Like he's, every time he interacts with anybody, he like needs to make them laugh. Yeah. And his whole deal is like, he doesn't want friends. Mm-hmm. He just wants to be like tight with every click. Yeah. But in it's a way funny. that's like, if you've seen Heat. Yeah. Like, you, you don't want to be, like, so attached to something that you can't walk out in, like, five seconds when the, the popo comes out. Quote. That's like Greg Gaines, like, <laughs> high school. Like, I'm not his attached. motto. Yeah, know? he's
1: not attached to any sort of friends. We can, if he gets beef with one friend group, he can go to another one. Yeah. He's very casually interactive with all of the groups. Yeah. Within the high school. He, like,
0: walks in after summer break and just starts, like, napping up all, like, the magic card players mm-hmm. and then, like, the athletes and then the drama kids. But the key is to not be... Not to be seen with these clicks by other clicks. It's like an insane thing that
1: he does. So he's an insane kid. There.
0: And then he he has he really does have one friend, and it's Earl. Yeah, the Earl of uh, the Vlasic pickle <laughs> juice or whatever. Yeah, um, we know. But he, they call he, Greg calls him coworkers. Yeah. So it's like you know you can't even have a friend because right. he doesn't want him to be his friend. Right. Kind of thing.
1: It was interesting how they described that in the film, how the way Earl had described it. Hmm. Um, I don't think they describe that in the No, not yet yeah, in the book, not really. Uh, what did Earl say? That he was like, he can't have friends because if he says, I'm your friend, and then the other person is like, I don't want to be friends with you, then he's <laughs> going to be all upset and try to kill himself or whatever. Yeah. Um, which I think is probably like a true assessment, yeah. a fair assessment of Greg Gaines. That's pretty
0: much Greg Gaines. Yeah. And in the the book, it's just like, every fucking page, excuse my... It's okay. We're, we already... I think we already used the F word a couple times. We probably did. So apologies for that. Yeah. Uh, this is... We've done 10 episodes before. We've probably been cursing. Yeah. So if you haven't... That's actually the first time I've ever used the curse word. Oh, it just is? Right now. <laughs> uh, so you're welcome. Welcome to the party. Uh, yeah. It's just like in the book, it... Hey, Greg wears you down, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Like I think uh Jesse Andrews does a really good job as a narrator or writing as like Greg. Mm-hmm. You really feel like you are in Greg. Yeah, but it's like you don't want to be in Greg because right. he is terrible, mm-hmm. and it makes you feel like really uncomfortable the way he interacts. And maybe mm-hmm. like this is a maybe like a bigger thing about YA, mm-hmm. YA yeah novels, YA yeah, novels. Uh, which I, I think that's why I'm kind of doing this series yeah. to see and contrast different styles of, of writing for this audience. Mm-hmm. But
1: like, I don't know. The, the characters are very relatable. So like this, you know, Greg Ains is a white guy in the suburbs of Pittsburgh. Um, he's very self-loathing. He's like an average, he's not an, athlete, he's not an athletic type. Yeah. He's not necessarily a nerdy type. I, maybe you would categorize him as that. But he's just kind of like a floater. And I feel like a lot of kids yeah. in high school probably feel that way, regardless of their clique or regardless of their um, their friends who they associate with. So I think he, he is a very relatable character because a lot of high school and teenagers just in general suck. just hate themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they suck themselves. and they only care about themselves and they hate themselves at the same time. Like they're very self-centered. And he's very self-centered. He's kind of an asshole because he doesn't care about anybody yeah. else. He doesn't really care about um, anybody. Uh, Rachel. Or Earl, or and he only cares about Madison, the hot girl. Yeah, like he only cares about talking to her. That's kind of like how high school is. So I think it's, um, I think that's what he was trying to go for. He's trying to create a, like a relatable character, not necessarily a hero type of character, but somebody you could relate to.
0: Yeah, and yeah. A, lot, a lot of his motivations in the book are just stem from like trying to impress the hot girl. Yeah, and like that's a very true. I think. Motivation for like a Greg Gaines kind of person, mm-hmm. but you know, from the perspective of like you know being 30,000 feet above the story, yeah, it's like,
1: uh, but like put yourself in that position in high school, yeah. I won't name any names, but like <laughs> say a certain someone from our high school came up to you and was like, Hey, Eric, I think you should make a film for you know my friend, blah blah blah. What would you, you know, but
0: it, I don't even think Madison is like really close with Rachel,
1: yeah, that's the weird thing, they just they're said to be friends. Yeah. But they're not really...
0: They're not in the same clique. They're not in... What was it? Like, uh... Like, yeah. upper-middle-class Jewish clique. S- Subgroup A. Subgroup A, A, A yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever it is. I don't think Madison's in that. I think no, she I she's think probably so. in, like, the... Uh, the popular one. Yeah, that's true. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Um... Anyways. Yeah, Greg Gaines is quite the character who doesn't really know what he wants in life and is, is annoying at times. Yeah. Did you find him more annoying in the book or did you find him more annoying in the film? The book. The book. By a long shot?
0: Yeah. Because the book is like 300 pages of just like the same Greg. And in the movie at least you get like the movie's what? uh, Hour and 45 minutes. So it's like half half of that is like annoying Greg. Mm -hmm. And then Greg kind of Greg changes in the movie a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But it's like to the movie's benefit I think. For sure. Which is it's interesting because like the Jesse Andrews wrote both of them. Yeah. So he like he was like, This is my book, but this is a movie. They're two different things, yeah, which is good for him. And the Greg is two different kind of Gregs.
1: So he in the book he does cry at the end. Like like yeah. for your the part we just read at the yeah. top, yeah. So he does cry, but he's not you don't really get a sense of how emotional he's feeling besides that. He doesn't really describe his his feelings. I, I mean as a narrator of the book, he probably I don't know if he would or wouldn't. Um but yeah, you definitely get a better sense of Greg in the film, that he's much more emotionally attached to Rachel and her death. Yeah. Spoilers, by the way. Sorry, we should have mentioned that.
0: Me or the dying girl, I think it's... She dies in the end. She's, she is in the process of dying all through yeah. the... And what... Did she, you, gets, she she gets diagnosed with leukemia. Yeah. That's a... Burying the lead there a little bit.
1: What is leukemia?
0: It's like a blood... blood it's blood and blood. Blood marrow, blood. like... Cancer? Yeah. Okay.
1: I think it's a degeneration of bone marrow and like the cancer of the blood cells. Okay. Um, and what did you think about, um, Oh my God, I lost my train of thought.
0: Good. <laughs> I, one more thing I would we'll want come to back say, to that is uh, is that I guess if we want to start comparing and contrasting the movie and the book it's just that like the, the book is, and it's there, they talk about this multiple times throughout it, but it's like, it, it has no moral fiber to it. It's just like, here is a story, and I didn't learn anything at the end, and everyone went on their own separate ways. Mm-hmm. This just happened. Yeah. And in the movie, at least, you get, like, that sense of, I don't know, it's not, like, redemption, but, it, like, emotional payoff kind yeah. of thing. mm mm-hmm. uh, Because they make, Earl and, and Greg make movies, like, little rip-offs of, of more popular movies, mm-hmm. older, like deeper cuts of movies too. Mm-hmm. And Madison finds out and says, you should make a movie for Rachel because she's dying. It'd be really nice of you. And the book, they make this like terrible mismatch of just a bunch of shit. Cause they're not really sure. Like we said before, like what to do mm-hmm. and in the movie it's, and I'm sure we'll get into this a little bit more later, but it's like this very like well put together, stop motion, mm-hmm. like deep, kind of like a Terrence Malick joint, yeah, right, <laughs> um, and he gets to watch it with her while she's in the hospital the hospital, mm-hmm. and I think in the book he, he just like sends it off to her, and then, she watches it, and he doesn't watch it with her, and then yeah. they talk about it, yeah, she's like, hey, it wasn't your best, and he's like cool,
1: yeah, and they and they also show the film in the book, they show the film to the whole student body, yeah, which is a funny scene in the book, yeah, I thought, I, I thought they could have done that in the film. I um, would have been so super
0: duper duper awkward. Yeah,
1: yeah. I thought that would, they would have pulled it off pretty well, but I, I, I prefer what they did in the film as a, um, with the, with him watching it with her and then her kind of like, dying at that yeah. point. I thought I don't know. I thought the ending was really good. I can't remember what I was gonna say.
0: I, I just let's move on. Okay, let's just move on from that. Um, I'm sure you know. True, sure it it'll great. come back sometime.
1: So, what did you think of the stop motion? Did you think it was effective? Like, cause they had the moose thing. So are talking about stop motion. It's, uh, Madison.
0: um, Greg is all about the fact that like hot girls are like m- moose. Yeah. Mooses.
1: I don't know what the They're not singular m- mice.
0: for. M- mice or meese. <laughs> m- are mice meese? Yeah. You I don't mean know. Mouse? <laughs> there's, you mouse? There's no such thing as mouses. It's meese. And so then, there's a mouse and there's mice, it's plural. Oh, mice. Yeah. What, what the hell is a mice?
1: I don't know. You just said mice. <laughs> I don't think that's a real thing. All right, thing. moving off from that. So his whole thing
0: is like, uh, hot girls are like moose. Yeah. And they stomp on guys like him who Which are, like are little chipmunks. Yeah. And so every time in the movie that she touches him in some way, and she's always like touching his arm or his hand to get his attention. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a, a very
1: deceptive maneuver. Yeah, it man.
0: cuts to this like stop motion of a moose like stomping on a chipmunk. Yeah, that's um, so what I think of it. It looks to me, it reminded me of a uh, the guy, the director who does the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh,
1: um,
0: and, Anderson. No. Is it
1: Paul Anderson or Wes Anderson? Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It reminded me of like a, a Wes Anderson, yeah. kind of a movie, like yeah. something silly, but mm-hmm. like. Metaphorical that right. you could just like run in
1: the undercurrent of everything. Yeah. You don't really get that with like these kind of films nowadays. And I thought that was a cool, unique touch that they put to it that yeah. I liked. Um, so,
0: what I liked, I, so what I'll say to that uh-huh. is um, watching that stop motion made me kind of notice other things about the movie. So, we kind of we talked about this off air for mm-hmm. a little bit, but there's some handheld camera work. There's some different like ways they frame scenes and different lengths to which like characters appear in mm-hmm. the scenes and it almost makes you feel that like while these kids are you know making a movie the director is also making a movie mm-hmm. you're kind of i think it it was you were very aware yeah. that that's what it was yeah you know mm-hmm. which i thought was kind of interesting it's yeah like two levels of filmmaking
1: yeah i definitely didn't notice it as much as you did and i'll have to go back and watch it again to really pay attention to it but now that looking back you can definitely notice like his camera work and stuff, especially the one that sticks out to me is the last scene where they zoom in on the window and they have Greg Gaines oh. walking in like that, that little stairway that's drawn on them, yeah. which is pretty, which is a very cool, um, cool image. Yeah. Well done scene. Um, yeah.
0: So, so I'm going to, I'll say that I like the stop motion. You did. Cause in in the, also in the film he makes for her, it's like stop motion heavy. Yeah.
1: It was really cool. It seemed like a cool film.
0: Yeah. Whereas um, in the book, all of his movies are like, he describes them as terrible, and they all sound terrible. Mm-hmm. And it's like...
1: But, but she likes them.
0: Yeah. But I don't know if we'd like them. <laughs> They're, yeah. They're like our films. Probably not as good. Yeah, know? probably not as good. You know. He doesn't
1: have the production values that we do. His weren't in 48-hour film project. Yeah. Competition, so respect respect <laughs> respect the fact <laughs> so who's your favorite character was it greg probably not right definitely not greg who's your favorite character uh i
0: book or movie let's do both let's do book first <sighs> the book is earl the bu- book earl is great mm-hmm. book earl is like he's this short kid who grew up in kind of like unfortunate circumstances I guess they call it... I don't know if they call it the ghetto or just, like, the hood of Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, well, they live in, in like, the same neighborhood, but, but he, it's, it's, like... In like, a
0: worse... Worse part. Okay. Yeah. I was like, how big is this school that it's pulling, like, kids from these all, all these yeah. different neighborhoods? Yeah, I don't know. But... And he has, like, a few brothers. Yeah, he's got uh, three or four brothers. Yeah. And the movie's just got one. And, and they're it's, always fighting each other. Yeah. And they're always playing uh, video games, too. Yeah. Um, but in the movie... So, yeah, in the book, he's really short and he's always like, Craig's always like, if you mess with Earl, he'll kick you in the head. Kind yeah. That's a thing. Uh-huh. But in the, in the movie, he's just kind of like this taller guy who's just like world wise, but mm-hmm. he's not, he's not like a, he doesn't have like a Napoleonic complex. Right. I like that about Greg in the book. You like that? Earl in the book.
1: Earl in the book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And I do like the, you know, he's, he's getting some plastic pickle <laughs> relish. for that pussy.
1: He, uh, also, his mom is. She's not really mentioned in the film. I guess she said she had one scene.
0: Yeah, there's just like they just gloss over her. But
1: she yeah. has, she has a few mentions in the book where she's like, you get the sense that she's like a, like a webcam girl essentially. Yeah, but so she's like in his life, but not really
0: mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah,
1: so he kind of like is surviving kind of on his own. Yeah, with his brothers. Right, and he's trying to not do what his brothers do, which is like. Gang bang, gang bang, and like i play video games and eat cheetos or whatever all day and like drink so yeah. he's kind of like the he's got his uh head screwed in pretty well yeah definitely
0: and he's hilarious in the in the book he's really dirty and yeah. they, they talk about that a lot they have these back and forths that are just like when earl gets in gross mode yeah uh greg just like tries to keep up
1: yeah those are great
0: yeah we should read ones. one of those You get the fine one yeah um so okay so that's the book. What about the film? Okay, yeah. So Earl, fa- favorite in the book, in the film, I I really wanted to like when I when I looked at the casting and I saw Nick Offerman was in it. I really wanted to like Nick Offerman the best. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I think I'm like 99 percent of the way to liking him the best. Really? The, I think the the other person would be uh, Molly Shannon. Rachel's yeah, mom. she's great. So Greg's dad and Rachel's mom are probably. I
1: feel like he Nick Offerman's character could have had more scenes. Like, more yeah. lines. See, I watch that
0: dude just, like, do anything. Yeah. I, his really character funny. is good, too. Mm-hmm. He's, like, obsessed with the their cat. The yeah. The like Siamese cat. Uh, Cat Stevens. Cat Stevens. And he's always eating, like, weird shit. Yeah. He's like, like, you want a pig's foot? Yeah. What? This is a cuttlefish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's very, like, hippie. He's very hippie. He's a
1: sociology professor, I think, is what the, his.
0: MIT. Or not MIT. Carnegie uh, Mellon.
1: Carnegie Mellon, yeah.
0: So he's very, like, worldly. I don't know where. And he's never at work he's just like always He's he always a, works from home yeah you know?
1: yeah he's a great character too um
0: so I, I think yeah that's my answer that's what, about, what about yours
1: um so i would probably agree with you that earl is definitely the best in the book um you don't really get a lot of the rachel's character in the, in the book, the book, in book in the as book? compared to the film yeah i got the sense that she was like it wasn't the book wasn't really about her like, it was, a, it was totally about Greg, and, like, almost solely about him. You didn't really get a sense of her character as much. Like, she's dying. But that's in the title, though. Yeah, that's in the title. Me. Me is first. I don't know. I just thought there'd be more. Think about that, baby. <laughs> Me. Um, she, yeah, I agree. Uh, but I really liked Molly Shannon's character in the film. I thought she was just fucking hilarious. Yeah. She's, like, flirting with Greg Gaines and, like, she's kissing her. Always kissing got a, a cheek drink or, in her hand. Laughing at all those stupid jokes. Yeah, Greg greg, Ator, greg Asil. Yeah, it's yeah bad jokes. Bad jokes. um Yeah, so I would agree with that. And then Nick Offerman as well. I really liked Earl in the film too. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I really liked. Him. He was super. Yeah, he was like
0: super toned down. Yeah, he he became like this moral. He became Greg's like moral.
1: Like compass. Yeah,
0: kind of a thing. Where he's like, you're an idiot, like, don't you know that no one cares about you except for this one fucking person, yeah. and you're gonna, like, piss it away, because, yeah. gonna... hmm. That happens in the book, too, but in the book, right, it's just, like, whatever.
1: Yeah. I don't know, I thought, I thought he did well. He was, he was definitely toned down, but he was... They tried to throw in some stuff, like, oh, you gotta, you gotta play with him titties? Yeah, that's like what
0: he... He says that, that's the only thing he says from the book, I think. Yeah, so when,
1: when, uh... Greg tells him that he's going to hang out with Rachel because she's dying or whatever. And then he asks you go play with him to these, yeah. like stuff like that. Like he only did that like a couple of times, but yeah, he definitely wasn't as vulgar. Yeah. Um, but I like that. I mean, I still think he would, I still really liked him. I guess you don't really need the vulgarity. Yeah. It's a family film, you know? <laughs> Sundance baby. You can be <laughs> as weird as you want. Um, so those are our, those are our favorite characters. Um... The role of parents. I see you wrote that down.
0: Yeah. I want to talk about parents. All
1: right. Let's talk about the parents. So
0: if you think about it, there's these three, and we can be a little quicker about this, but there's these three friends, right? You quote unquote friends, if you want. Mm -hmm. Uh, Earl, Greg, and Rachel. And they all have parents in various stages. So like Rachel's got just her mom. Mm -hmm. Greg's got both of his parents. And then Earl's got just his mom mom, who's not really there. Right. But I thought like it's kind of an interesting dynamic to see like compare and contrast the kids to their parents Mm -hmm. and how they have a huge impact on their lives at least.
1: Yeah. I didn't think about that. So especially with Rachel, she only had her mom and in the book they didn't really talk about why that was. I mean they didn't really talk about why it was in the film either, but they gave it significance at the end of the film. With her cutting up all of his books. Oh yeah, yeah. That scene was significant because of that, but they didn't really talk about that in the book. Do you? Or do you? Or do you remember? Something no, I don't different? remember that. Yeah, so that is interesting. And then, yeah, it's weird because th- this kid who has both of his parents, and they're both healthy, and they're both you know doing well, whatever. They're both are responsible, and Rachel's mom is like getting drunk all the time. I think Pearl's she might mom, be getting drunk because of... Because of the cancer. Yeah, but it's yeah. unclear. But it is unclear. Um, and then Earl's mom is just not really around. And the most mature of these kids are Earl and Rachel. Greg is just sort of like, blah. Yeah. So do you think the parents, in this case, are kind of like, whatever, detrimental to his like maturity level or development?
0: No, so it's interesting because in the book, I guess both, uh, like his Greg's mom makes him... The only reason this story happens is because of Greg's mom. She's like, you right. call that girl, mm-hmm. you go visit her, I don't care. Like, if she doesn't want to see you, you go do it. Right. And that's why they get in a fight after a while, because it's like, you didn't even want to be here, you're just here because your mom... Mm, told you to. Yeah. And it's... I, another part of the book, it, it's Greg's mom's fault that they show the movie in the assembly. Yeah. Or whatever, because right. she, like finds she, it or whatever. I think her and it,
1: Molly Shannon's character. They it, it.
0: conspire to show yeah. it. So yeah. So it's like, he's always talking about how she's ruining his life by like forcing him to go to college, mm-hmm. like forcing him to be a good person and like, you know, befriend somebody who could use a friend right. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's interesting to see how, so my take on it is like, they all seem to be rebelling in a different way. Mm. Like Earl is rebelling by like not getting trapped. You know what? Yes. That, you know why they call it the trap? Cause they get trapped. in it. <laughs> uh, <I'd say. laughs> So he's rebelling by doing that. Uh, Greg is rebelling by like
1: not being attention to his mom. Or yeah. Not doing being, what his mom he's just
0: trying to be like different. Yeah. Like they're like a suburban family. He just doesn't want, I don't know. I guess he, he just doesn't want that kind of,
1: he doesn't want to be overbearing by his, if that's a word, overbearing by his mom.
0: Yeah. And then Rachel, I don't know. Like, cause I don't really, you don't really get a good sense of her family dynamic, but her mom mm-hmm. is like, she had, she clearly has like separation issues. Yeah.
1: So they don't really have many interactions, Rachel the, and her mom, except for the aunt. Yeah. That's actually,
0: that's actually really a good point. They're always on different floors. Yeah. The, and
1: especially so in the okay. movie. Yeah. So, I don't know what... There's not really a dynamic between them. Obviously, she's obviously... Obviously, she's obviously. Sorry. <laughs> but she's very upset at the end when she's dying. But, like, they don't have... And she's upset when do, she's do away. Do they talk? I don't think so. Do they have a scene together? I don't know.
0: I don't know if they do I don't either. think they
1: have any interaction.
0: That's really interesting, actually. So I, I do not know
1: of that. I don't know why that is. Episode... Episode two. That's what we'll get into. Yeah, part two of this. <laughs> um... Yeah, so you want to get into high school? Or did we already talk about that?
0: I think we kind of talked about that. Okay. It's just, I thought it was really funny, because the same, like, when I was in high school, it was, like, very clearly, like, clearly labeled groups. Yeah. Like, group one, group two, group three, group four. And Mm -hmm. I just, my favorite part of Earl, or Greg, Greg. I keep mixing their fucking names up. (laughs) Is that he gets so detailed into his descriptions of all these different groups. Yeah. Like that, that's like his thing. He's mm. like, he doesn't want to be friends with any of them, but he will characterize the shit out of them. He like does research. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. It and I thought that high school stuff was really well drawn out.
1: I thought uh, that scene where they earn the cafeteria, the really long cafeteria, and they film all the way through it. Yeah. That was great. That was a great little camera work scene. Yeah. I, I like, really I thought
0: that. this director was great. Yeah. I'm sad he doesn't have any upcoming IMDb credits, Yeah. But...
1: <laughs> oh, well, he'll hopefully he'll have something. Um, what's gonna say? Um, oh, am I gonna forget again? Probably damn it. Don't forget to return your
0: videotapes. Bro. That's true. If <laughs> you videotapes. know
1: anything from the <laughs> little Ones podcast, yeah, don't forget to turn your
0: videotapes. So, is that it? I think it might be it. I Other think that might be it. We can shout out Shia
1: LaBeouf. Shout out Shia LaBeouf. Uh, shout out
0: Mac Miller from today.
1: Shout out Wiz Khalifa from today, Wiz right As well. Um, you know, if you guys want to. Do an interview. Just let us know. Hit us up. Yeah. We're thinking right. about
0: buying IMDb Pro so we can find your agents. Yeah, yeah. And like then, harass them. Until we find that much money lying around.
1: <laughs> also, Catherine C. Hughes, if you're around, if you're listening, mm-hmm. you can... Uh, that She's Madison in the film. Madison
0: Harper. Yeah.
1: Bryce Harper's. Something. Bryce Harper's a girl.
0: No, not really. That's but. it. So, um... So, yeah, next episode,
1: what are we going to be doing?
0: So, we're going to be doing a three-part series on Ya novels. This mm-hmm. is part one. Um, part two is going to be perks of being a wallflower um which i've seen i don't know if you've seen it. i have not it's kind of an interesting one and Mm -hmm. then the following will be holes shia labeouf shout out shia labeouf (laughs) uh still writing that bio it's not i had to i had to put a little pause on it okay we'll we'll Uh, come back to it though right yeah 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 so i guess look out for the next episode Later September, early October. Mm-hmm. Um, until then, we're going to be posting to the blog, to mm-hmm. the Instagram, to Twitter.
1: Keep checking out those Crush Wednesdays. And yeah, I got one trailers. coming up.
0: Just uh, read Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Oh, okay. You I read like it a that. while ago, but I finally got around to writing about
1: okay, it. Okay, right. I'll be i be interested in to read that. Yeah. Not the not the book, but it's a
0: yeah, it's your a play. your thing. Oh, it's a play. Oh, my yeah. bad. They're thinking about making it into a movie trilogy. So. Maybe for an upcoming episode, we oh. get into some... I guess we already did Harry Potter, so we're probably
1: out We only there. did the first one, though. Yeah. We should do the whole series. No, probably not. <laughs> um, so that's it. So that's it. Yeah, check us out at uh, Twitter, at lit to lens Instagram, at Little lens uh, WordPress, Little to lens Podcast. Are we on any other social media? We're going to be putting up... Hopefully putting up a SoundCloud pretty soon. Yeah. Um, so it'll be more accessible to you guys. Sorry for putting them all on YouTube. No, it's really annoying to listen to it. <laughs> um and we're hopefully going to have IMDb Pro we never know who who can say who can say depends what the credit card bill (laughs) that's
0: it thank you all for listening uh, shout out Shia shout out
1: Shia peace out